In this week's episode, Rasmither and I start talking about Scion, a game where you get to play the child of a god. And toward the end, it got a little bit hairy because we started bringing up our group's favorite recurring bad guy. Not that I have any harsh feelings about that. No, 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 I swear. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly. Shiver, shiver, shiver. That old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Look! Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Hello, friends and internet listeners. This is Let the Dice Roll, an irreverent podcast about social gaming in which we sometimes tell stories about games and sometimes we just rant about horrible, horribleness that gaming gives us. Anyway, I'm Banjo. <laughs> I'm Raspathay. And welcome to episode 10, I think. I don't know. I get Yeah, sure. Episode 10. Let's go with it. <laughs> if we don't have an episode 10, we'll fill it. And we, this will be the episode 10. We will we'll make this episode, episode 10. <laughs> even if two weeks from now we record three others just to, because we decided to, to delete some of the other garbage that we put together. Anyway, tonight we're talking about... Power. Well, more specifically, we're talking about power when it comes to being born with it as opposed to working hard to get it. Born with a silver spoon in your mouth, like you're saying, right? Eh, sure. Well, the silver spoon being divine power, as you're trying to say. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> being born to a god may come with a silver spoon, or it may come with a bucket of hot molten lava over your head that you have to constantly balance, because God forbid you don't, and you die a horrible, horrible molten death. <laughs> Anyway, oh. <laughs> we're talking about Scion, a, another white wolf creation that yes. Raspather and I know and love. More Raspather because he's the poor sap that had to run these games for us all the time. Oh, yes. Yes. And they suffered for it. I, I, I granted you. They suffered for this, but <laughs> hey, it was all for fun. No, 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 I'm sorry. Us players did not suffer. We had a rip-roaring good time enough to uh. go back for more and more punishment. Believe me. <laughs> anyway, Scion uh. is a game where you literally create a character that is the child of a mm -hmm. god of some sort. Yes. Why don't you fill us in on some of the pantheons? So... Uh, the pantheons that White Wolf decided to grace the pages of the original Scion hero book. Uh, they just, uh, of course, they did the classic Greek Greek slash Roman pantheon. They're like Zeus slash Jupiter, 
Harris slash, I think, what was her Greek name? Right, so it was the Greek. Oh, whatever. But yeah, Zeus, Hera, Hades, Ares, Aphrodite, Athena, so on and so forth. All, all of them. Favorite. All your favorite. All your favorite Greek slash Roman uh Greek slash Roman gods. Uh also they also had the Egyptian pantheon, like Bass, Horus, uh Ra, and a few others I just can't remember. Oh, uh, Anubis. How can I forget Anubis? The furries every, love Anubis. Poor every, every furry's wet dream. <laughs> yeah, to Anubis's uh, pain. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, there was uh, um, Greek slash Roman Egyptian. Egyptian. There's also the Norse pantheon, uh-huh. uh, like Odin, Loki, Thor, Frigg, Freya, Boulder. On all of them. You are much better at remembering the actual gods than I am. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, then we have that they also have the Loa. Yes! Which, which is Banjo's favorite. Sorry, we, they have so. Papa, Papa Legba, Health. Kalfu? Kalfu was one of them, yeah, I believe so. But yeah, they yeah. Had, they had a whole range of like the voodoo. The whole range. The whole range of voodoo law, and I think that's probably why I stopped looking at every single other page of the book because I'm like, I know exactly what I want to play. <laughs> I know exactly who I'm gonna. No. Well, no, 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 no. That that's wasn't your true. first character. No, you're right. Remember, we're missing the Vex Pantheon. I'm about to mention we so, had the Aztec Pantheon. Which my apologies to the Loa. I betray. I I don't want to say I betrayed you. No. It was more like I didn't want to do you, you a disservice. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Technically, the Aztec Pantheon was your first love. Absolutely. The Loa is your new love. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. Sorry. This is. Uh, well, if I can recall this correctly, the Aztec was before you discovered the Loa. I think in this book you discovered some of the Loa, and then you was like, oh, they're kind of cool for the time being, until you did research later down the line. No, well... Uh, the thing was, the Aztec was with Quetzalcoatl. Right. I, but that's how what I can recall, but that's just me being an yeah. outside no, pr- perspective right. from your own personal perspective. Right. So. The, the timeline of when I discovered voodoo and all that goodness may or may not... It was around the same time. I don't remember what came first, but... Like the even, and even to this day, I don't think I would play a voodoo part of the any part of the voodoo pantheon without consulting them first. Okay, just because for voodoo religious purposes, it would be polite. That that is understandable. <laughs> but no, you're right. You're correct. I was very tempted to play one of the voodoo loa, but. I you are absolutely correct in that I did end up with an Aztec. So we've got yes Greek slash Roman Egyptian voodoo voodoo uh, Norse Aztec, Aztec and last but not least you also had the Japanese pantheon. Oh right, yeah, yeah. There, there's some really cool ones in there too. Yeah, um, I I know one of the views. Uh, Adamoratsu. I'm probably butchering that name all the high hell. I do apologize. Listeners, please, please, please. <laughs> we're um, trying. <laughs> we're trying. This is Japanese. 
<laughs> we're not cultural experts. We do not have the books in front of us. Anyway, so roughly they had six different sets of pantheon, groups of pantheons that you could choose from. And each, of course, each one had individual gods that you could choose as a divine parent while they... Yeah, also you have a normal mortal parent because you're, you're half god, but still. Um, what makes a scion them is just you have divine ichor in you, divine blood. You are basically half mortal, half god, which is a really cool concept because you can do everything that a half god would yes. you would think. However, that also came with certain half god responsibilities. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, if I can remember correctly, the meta plot of the books were mm-hmm. the the titans of old, the 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 gods before the current gods, right. were suddenly breaking free from the prison and slowly coming invading back onto Earth. Mm-hmm. And the gods, your parents, or the current gods, have ha- have visited you at least once, but now have suddenly grown quiet. And the communication between the child and parent is is no longer at this moment. You know they're not dead, but I think it's just radio science where there might be something, some bigger things somewhere else. Yeah, so effect- <laughs> effective- effectively, your divine parents are no longer... <sighs> checking up on you because they've got bigger problems <laughs> yes essentially but i don't remember we ever i don't think we ever got that far into the plot because no it was just we tended to well our group tended to make way more trouble on our own without yeah. having to deal with there was enough problems on the ground level for the party to worry about all right, but let's let's take a step back. So, for uh-huh. the first, as you said before, my first character for Scion uh-huh. was Aztec. Yes, I. Ch- so uh, the Aztec pantheon had a bunch of really cool ones. Had a bunch of really cool deities, but uh-huh. the one that I had the most affinity for was Quetzalcoatl, the feathered yes. serpent. And in typical Aztec fashion. <laughs> All of the divine parents preferred, liked to have blood sacrifices. Yes. Which, you know, fine, whatever, it's a role-playing game, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Whether, you know, fine, I'll go slay a hundred humans if my divine parent says so. But Quetzalcoatl was the least bloodthirsty of the Pantheon. Yes. But Quetzalcoatl still occasionally wanted it. Yeah. So, to resolve that, contingency in character i said uh-huh. i have an idea i'll make him a paramedic yes because at the time i'd been watching uh bring out the dead the, the nicholas cage movie a few too many times oh. um, and i'm thinking oh man this is great as a as a paramagic, you know, he he can pick up like random because this was I think we were actually playing like the setting was in a city was it in Baltimore I can't remember I believe it's in the Baltimore area yeah right so the the setting was in a large city large cities tend to have populations of homeless individuals that are sick anyway. <laughs> So under the guy basically under the guise of helping people he would pick up his sacrifices and yeah 
<laughs> that would basically that basically scratched the itch. Nobody, no nobody got hurt. But that's all backstory for later down the line. Yes. <laughs> Who else did we have for that game? Because we had... Yes. Uh, let's see. We had, for that particular game, we had a son of Odin, which this was not, a th- this was not another Thor. Uh, he was Thor's half-brother. We also had, I believe, a son of Loki. Right. Yep. Our favorite, our favorite, uh, our favorite player, son of Loki. <laughs> I think we actually had no. Oh, we had someone who was a uh, child of what's the uh, crocodile god of of the Egyptian pantheon? Oh, him! Yeah. I'm sure one of our listeners will come, will chime in, and be like, "Oh, that's so and so." Okay, that's so and so. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate. I can't you. remember. Uh, but again, we're doing this off the cuff. Off um, the cuff memory, and also we had another one who was actually one of the Japanese pantheon ones. I think she played, um, she was the daughter of the sun goddess uh, from the Japanese uh, pantheon. Right, right. I only remember a handful of them because those were like the memorable, those were the memorable characters in that particular game. Yeah. Actually, I'm not even sure they're all in the same crew. Well, so. <laughs> I, those are the characters I just remember. So with the games that Alex played, you know, again, Alex being the lightly bloodthirsty Aztec child, child child of an Aztec god. We had a whole bunch of fun. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is every single time that the child that the half brother of Thor, child of Odin, <laughs> said, Dear father, please let me roll good on this on this die. <laughs> The exact opposite would happen. Happen, yes. It was amazing. If I can remember correctly, for example, when he first asked Odin for the blessing, when he rolled his dice, he was trying to shoot at, I believe, a titan spawn or something in the distance. He <laughs> asked for Odin's blessing, which, as Banjo alluded to, um, didn't go so well. <laughs> went as well as to botch <laughs> on his role. Oh, yeah. As he didn't, sh- uh, I believe he did shoot someone else, not the Titans body he was trying to shoot at. Didn't he hit a party member? I can't remember. Probably. Bad stuff happened. But whenever, when he decided to, I think at one point, after an incident of uh, trying to get away from certain monsters, and then he tried to at least cover our tracks mm-hmm. and try and destroy the vehicle, he decided, like, well, since Odin was so bad at me earlier in the session, I'll just curse Odin. Right. And then he wrote a spe- spectacular success, and he was able to uh, set the vehicle up to explode just right when the Titan spawn got close enough, it mm-hmm. would blow up in their faces. And in perfect timing. Effectively, this play, this poor player was trying all game, trying to say, Odin, please help me out here. Please. Yeah. Like, in character, out of character, didn't matter. Yeah. He was like, Odin, please, 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 please help me here. I really need this to work. <laughs> anytime he's, anytime there was a positive ask, 
the dice were not cooperative. It was like botch, no. one, 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 botch. Yeah. Like every single time. And at some point, he just got so fed up. He's like, you know what? Odin, screw you. Go to hell. I'm rolling these dice whether you like it or not. And then it was like 10. Perfect success. Yeah. Perfect success. Every single time. And so it became yeah. like this meme for the entire game. <laughs> And it was hilarious. <laughs> we were like, because uh, what would happen is, at least the first few times, he would uh-huh. be like, Odin, you suck. I hate you. He'd roll really well. And then he'd say, Thanks, Odin. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, Oh, well, like the very next thing went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> and he was like, Odin, what the actual f- <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, things were going good again. So it took a little while to realize it, but it was like, but the dice were basically the antithesis of what he was trying to do. <laughs> and so we kind of had, like, this idea, like, in character, even in character, we're like, guy, you have to stop thanking your father. <laughs> because every single time you do, it ends poorly yes don't (laughs) please dear god don't do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah your father's not going to help you at all (laughs) and i think at one point i think at one point in the story we were like we really need this thing to go horribly wrong guy curse your father out like you've never cursed anyone out before because if you don't we're all gonna die and then like he went on like this 10 minute this 10 minute spiel about how he was like a how odin was like an absentee parent and like all this other horrible stuff was like wow all right uh do you have some issues to work no no it's totally in character oh okay Okay. Sure. <laughs> but it worked. And that yes. was like the most messed up part of it was that it really worked. Jeez. I think even at one point, leading up to that same situation, which I have mm-hmm. zero idea what it was, because it was it's like at this point it was it almost seems insignificant. But it was like a crucial part of the game. I think there were like titans were about ready to like blow the entire earth up because screw earth. And my character ran off to the woods. He loaded his, I think he loaded his ambulance up with like seven or eight like sacrifices. And there was like this massive bonfire off in like some (laughs) state park. It's like a massive funeral pyre. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you don't remember that? Oh, my God. I, I, I vaguely recall this. I was quest too, was in the end. Too, it, was too hor- it was too horrible for you to remember. Oh, man. But basically, effectively, what happened was... I yeah, was if I can really... remember correctly, the rest of the party was chasing after you, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the rest of the party was chasing after me because they were like, where is he? What's he doing? And like, yeah. everyone in the party hated, hated the fact that I had to do these blood sacrifices. But I'm like, listen, yeah. my divine parent asks very little. It's like, normally it happened during his night shift. It was <laughs> yeah. very discreet. On this one particular instance, it was not so discreet. And like, I just I just remember everyone like showing up on on scene in because again there was like massive fire in like a state park 
where, where he was pretty much where he'd scrubbed the ambulance and was like cleaning up the mess with this giant you know, oh, yeah. full of bodies. It's like, and they're all like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> I'm like, guy, listen, listen, it's cool. <laughs> I'm just trying to curry extra, extra favor because we're about all about to die. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh man, that was yeah. Jeez, that was a fun character. Yes, that the, the, yeah, that was an interesting character from what I could. Yeah. Whew. Um. Oh, he was. Super, let's like, see. He was super heavy to play. Oh yeah. Blood need for blood thing, but man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I will admit, I did get a little um. <laughs> Too much, perhaps too much pleasure out of doing it, but I just thought the irony, it was more for me, it was more the irony of the whole thing. <laughs> he was a great, he was a great medic when he wasn't, you know, <laughs> needing to scratch the itch. <laughs> uh, and if I can remember correctly, the major antagonist of, actually most of the games of Scion Iran. <laughs> Um, except for one, except for one thing of Scion. You're not talking uh, about him. Oh yes, him. Why? Well, he he's fun, and he lets me gives me a chance to play a dick and an asshole, a charming asshole, but an asshole uh, every I'll, once in a while. We'll give you charming. But yes, let's finally, finally <laughs> introduce the bad guy that we all hate to love. love. <laughs> oh, hate to love. I thought it was love to hate. No, 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 no. Rasputin, my friend, I have a confession to make. <laughs> you have a confession? I will, on behalf of my fellow players, we appreciate what the horror that you've created with this antagonist. But honestly, he scares the piss out of every damn one of us every time he shows up. I don't know why. Okay, okay. So, listeners at home, here's the here's the antagonist brought to the players. Um, okay. His, his he is called the actor. And he he looks like a normal person. He dressed it, the first time they met him, he was dressed in normal clothes. But the, the one distinct feature, he was wearing a mask. And the mask, if you know of the, the theatrical masks, theatrical, how the theater has it, there's the mask of comedy, uh, the mask of uh, comedy and drama. And he wore the laughing mask, the mask of comedy, the smiling mask. So, he was first introduced, he, he was just basically this man who and he had this special ability where, as if he, anytime he chose to, he can just flip over his mask and have a different face. It could be any looking face that he wanted to. He was the actor. He could play any role he put himself in. He could be anyone, or well, specifically anyone, not anything. I don't think he was that. Yeah, anything would make him way more terrifying. Yeah, it was he he could be anyone. Um and when he was first introduced, he asked the players as he he asked the players for help. Mm-hmm. Um which led the players on a little mission around town. 
I can't exactly remember what what the mission was, but right. at the conclusion of that, um, I secretly uh, took one of the players aside and said, hey, guess what? You're not there at the moment. This pr- you're, you're a taking over. So play your character <laughs> as you play normally until I say otherwise. Right. <laughs> so I had the traitor in a miss among everybody. Yep. <laughs> So when they got to that, when they got to the final area, or at least where they got to the conclusion where they had to go uh, figure out what was going on in these little sequences of events, I think there was missing people and so on and so yeah, forth. It was it was a kind of a an odd little side quest, but for some reason we're like, sure, why not? You know, the yeah. whole city is crawling with bad guys. Might as well do some. Might as well do a favor for this odd stranger that claims to be. Yeah. Pro- pro- I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was an excuse. Like. Yeah, there was an excuse, know. but I can't remember what because it's this. So- I, you know, like I'm. Hey, I'm like the messenger of Apollo, and I really need <laughs> you, your help with this thing because, you know, Z- yeah. Zeus is you know kind of busy and. Everyone knows who I am. Make up some cockamamie story. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with it. So, and so we got, they, all the players got to the final room area to solve this little bit of mystery. And then that's when I decided to pull the, out, pull out the trader card. You had a trader among you. Um... And that's when I, like, as I said before, he can play any role that he sets his mind to. So, as I took over that player's, uh, took over the control of that player's character, I just said he flipped the face back around to the mask, revealed his dastardly plan, then that's when he dropped the player that he kidnapped from the ceiling, and if I can remember correctly for that fight, it was him plus... There were other people that walked in, also wearing the same mask that he was. They all didn't... You know how people just move naturally? Well, him and all these other people didn't move so naturally. Like, almost like how you would move a mannequin on strings. So they had to have this fight with people that were kind of like that float movement around the room. That kind of, well, I guess creeped people out, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool and ingenious. No. And it was it kind was, of a cool theme. It, at the time, <laughs> it was a really cool scene, right? Like, the, the whole intro scene was not necessarily where we got... Was not was not really the origin of our horror of him. No. It was more the fact that like physics and the laws of nature, like nothing applied to this bastard. <laughs> it was like you are you are an unkillable, unstoppable force. Okay. Well, you you hijacked one of our buddies. That's a cool trick. Great. Now you've managed to. Effectively, like puppeteer a whole bunch of other other individuals, whether or not you know they're <laughs> innocents or figments of our imagination, that didn't matter. But like, it was when he kept, it was when the actor kept coming back over <laughs> and over and over again. And I think like the 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 one scene that sticks out in my memory. Okay. Is the one where 
son of Odin mm-hmm. had this pet corgi or companion corgi? I can't remember. Yeah, it was it was it was for the son of Odin had a pet corgi, which uh, was also had some divine essence put into it. Right. Put into the and put into the corgi, which he became like if people know became like Ein, the data dog from yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Super duper intelligent dog, and for some reason we had to negotiate with the the terrorist known as the actor. Terrorist kind of strong. Okay, come uh, on. The antagonist known as there the actor. Uh, because I don't know. I guess the actor was being nice to us. Like what? A, long story short, <laughs> the actor was like, "Okay, fine. I can't really kill you." Obviously, your guys are never gonna ever, 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 ever get rid of me. Let's make a deal. <laughs> and hey, by the way, I need something of value from you. And somehow ended up that the actor wanted this corgi for some reason. <laughs> and after begrudgingly handing it over, the actor opened his mask like no face. It was a. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Behind the mask, when he decided not to change it to anything else, behind it, it was just nothing. A void. It was a pitch of darkness. Void. So we all, my memory of the actor was in a cloak or a hood? Um, well, that that's, that is correct. And if you were thinking him in the time when went to call back to a previous episode when he popped up in Lois Landing. Oh, okay. Um, okay. That's where his cloak form came from. But when in Scion, he always wore, like, normal clothes until the point where, I think at this point, he was, uh, he wore like a fancy theatrical get-up and had, like, a little puff, that, like, pompadour puff on the chest of, like, a little oh, handkerchief. Like a, like a poet like a poet shirt kind of thing. Yeah, like a classic okay. yeah. So, At that time, when he had that look. Okay, so effectively, so effectively, this guy is wearing this this drama mask. Picks up the corgi with one hand, removes the mask to reveal this void, and then just like sticks the corgi where his face should be, and the corgi just like vanishes into the horrifying void. <laughs> And the look on the son, the child of Odin's face at the time was priceless because it was like sheer Call of Cthulhu level horror of, oh my god, he just ate a corgi. Like, like he's fine. He's oh, just yeah, floating no, in the no, mist no. somewhere. It was, yeah, like yeah. After he like, so he just basically sticks this corgi into the void. We're all like looking around the table at each other, like, uh, okay, that was that was weird and terrifying, and what the hell? And we're just like, I, was, I remember being like, what the hell, Rash was there? Like, what's going on? Why? You know, like, for 20 <laughs> minutes, we're all just dumbfounded that this thing happened. And and then, like, he just, like, calmly, like, looked at everyone. No, 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 don't worry. The Corgi's okay. Like, he's fine. What do you mean the Corgi's okay? He's somewhere. He's, the he's somewhere safe. just ate the freaking Corgi. You know, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, 
my god. And then I think later in like later in the LARP you brought the actor from Scion over to like, other Yeah. Games. I was like, "Oh god, we can't ever get rid of this corky eating monster." <laughs> And I don't really think we ever really got a real explanation. It was just like, okay, I'm taking this corgi now. Like, pocket dimension. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, yeah, like, anytime we play a game and somebody mentions the actor, it's like, no, don't do it. It's like the boogeyman. <laughs> don't summon him. Yeah, we, we dare not speak the name. We dare not speak the name lest, lest we risk summoning said creature. Not individual creature. It's, it's like a horrible me. He's like a horrible mythos being. But no, I don't get me wrong. Like, it's, it's fun to have the actor around for like short bursts. But at like the same time, it's like, okay, when's he going to do something weird and horrifying? Horrible. <laughs> like that is that has got to that has to be your favorite NPC ever, just for the reactions that you get out of us. <laughs> Am I right? Um. Well, I have to get I I I have to get my uh, fun somewhere. So no, no, no. I'm just that's what I'm saying. Is like, is that your favorite? NPC. Oh, oh, favorite NPC. Um, is that your favorite? It feels like I. He is. He is my favorite. Yeah, favorite NPC because I can't say villain or can't say he's just a, at this moment he's been my favorite and he is he can just as of late he is he does his own <laughs> things. <laughs> and I think that's whether it be good for the party or not. <laughs> and I think that's what makes him super annoying. <laughs> he has his own agenda and no one knows. Yeah, I don't even think Even he... me sometimes. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not even sure you know what the hell his agenda is. It's just he has he has one. <laughs> and that's it. The the actor has an agenda. <laughs> Nobody knows, including the creator, has any <laughs> idea what the agenda is. Yeah. He has got a life of his own. And like I think the the, the like what's really frustrating <laughs> is the fact that he never does anything inherently evil. <laughs> In- inherently evil. Yeah, it's like, "Oh, hey, I'm just going to show up and be weird for a little while and then just go away." <laughs> and it's like, "What just happened?" <laughs> uh, don't mind me. I'm just doing this. Pardon me. Pardon me while I stuff a stuff a Corvette in my face. Thanks. Okay. What? What? It's creepy. I'm it's keeping so this for safekeeping. It's so creepy. And again, like you, like this is this has happened multiple multiple times where it's like. <laughs> like the like you'd be running some kind of some game or other like the actor is a billion trillion miles away from our thoughts and all of a sudden hey you see a man in a suit with a drama ma- no i swear oh. to god <laughs> oh sorry you almost forgot about me i just had that's all <laughs> oh, Lord. And then, like, and then, like, after, like, three of us, after, like, three or four of us, like, fall over on the, like, on the floor having seizures from the, from, like, the potential doom, it's like, okay, okay, uh, 
hi, friend actor. I mean, hello, stranger who we've never, ever, ever met before out of character. How can we help you? And then we have to, like, pretend. Yeah. Like, with straight faces to, like, not know any of the history. <laughs> like, our poor character, like, our poor characters must have, like, nightmares or these weird like, subconscious <laughs> dreams, like, I feel like I know this person, but I, I can't place it, so, okay. Uh, well, that's why nowadays the actor just pops up without you knowing he, him ever being there. Oh. He's just playing another role. <laughs> All right. Now think about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> anyone. Nah. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Where has the actor been, Rasmusser? I need to know. No. I need to know right now if we're ever, ever, ever going to play another game together. I need to know where the actor has been, who the actor has been. I need all of the damn dirty details. Or I will never, ever be able to trust you ever again. The actor is a, for- is a force of chaos and destruction. It needs to be reined in. Listen, even if you give Cthulhu stats, you can kill him. Even if you give the actor stats, there is no way anyone will ever be able to kill him. Well, the secret, I'll give you the secret behind the act. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. The original idea behind the from Simon's point of view, this whole entire time when you've been encountering him, uh, he is the titan of darkness. Of course he is. <laughs> he is the titan of darkness. Uh-huh. And, um, of course, the, it's just the mask he puts on is just because darkness, anyone can have any bit of darkness in them or negative emotions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can He can just be anywhere and anyone he wants. Mm-hmm. And almost he has the ability like the, if people know, uh, I doubt people don't know the movie, uh, like the Matrix, like the agents in the Matrix. They can oh, okay. take over anybody or anything. Right. <laughs> well, because, not anything, anybody. Because yeah. Even a modicum even a modicum of darkness is enough to manifest. Yes. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. So he can literally show up anywhere. Yes. Anywhere. Oh, I hate you so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He could have popped through anyone's eyes at any time, look, peered through, like, hey, ooh, what? Oh, here's my favorite person. What's going Hi. on inside? <laughs> I know my favorite person. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm, I might have some honest goodness nightmares about this. Ah. <sighs> And like the worst again, like the worst part of it, he's not inherently bad. He's no. creepy. <laughs> he's just creepy and weird and it hurts my brain. <laughs> oh. Actually, the funniest thing is, I, I, I'm just realizing right now, is he's almost like Narlothotep. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh. Wow, yeah, no, that, that's a perfect example. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry, for the people at home who don't know, uh, Narathotep is one of the uh, eldritch horrors of, yeah. from Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Um, he is known as the god of a thousand faces. Yes. And the main campaign, the, there's a little campaign sitting that uh, Chaosium has out there somewhere called no, uh, Mask of a Thousand Faces basically featured Narlothotep as the reoccurring antagonist. It's actually so. So the actual name of the supplement is called Masks of Narlothotep. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I, I, have, I have a copy. I know. Okay. Um, it's a very well-known supplement for Call of Cthulhu. I believe they actually reprinted it because it was out of print for a very long time. It's kind of it's a notorious campaign for taking a very, 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 very long time out of character because it's 1920s. You have to run around to various continents. You know, in 1920 time, which means, hey, look, you're on a boat for a month. And, uh, oh, hey, now you're going to go back here. Narlathotep is also known as the, the Black Tongue and, like, a bajillion other different Im uh, uh, images. Like, every culture in the planet has a version, has a dark god that is effectively Narlathotep, because Narlathotep <laughs> found a lot. <laughs> And yeah, it's like the pro like, again, just just like the actor, Narlathotep never seems to be inherently bad. It's always kind of like a thorn in your side, or hey, he's just doing the Narlathotep thing. And okay, fine. There's cultists, and the cultists get a little, you know, hog wild, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You know when we get when when we have our uh, our friend Wind on this podcast, oh. first thing we're gonna talk about, the first <laughs> thing we're gonna rehash is the actor. Oh. <laughs> I guarantee you, because the actor again, the actor's like the favorite and uh, the favorite and NPC that we all love to hate on. Whether we all hate to love on. <laughs> or hate to love on. I don't care. <laughs> I'm so, so flustered right now. I am, uh, well, I am happy and sorry to say, I'm happy to feel that you have now Nightmare Fuel for tonight. <laughs> yeah, basically. And it's, enti <laughs> it's entirely going to be based on, like, the actor just showing up in my dream, being like, hello! And then, like, that's it. That's it. No, nothing nothing bad will happen. It's just, like, the actor will show up in my dream. Like, maybe I'll, like, wake up in a sunny meadow. You know, like, look up at the clouds, and all of a sudden I see this drama mask, like, appear over me. Hi! And I just go run screaming through the field. Like, ah! <laughs> of course <laughs> you know again nothing, uh, nothing actual bad will happen just the no thing. it's just him saying hi that's all that i think we have to leave it at that okay we'll leave it at that that's perfectly fine Alrighty, well folks we, this has been let the dice roll i've been banjo I've been Rasper there. <laughs> and if you want to tell us about an NPC that you love or hate or love to hate or whatever, you can find us on LetTheDiceRoll.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you and see you next episode. All right.